0: Hi everybody, uh, my name is Tom. I am usually more of like a producer and note taker sort of person on these things, but uh, I'm going to be the host today for um, the season of Fables. Um, I'm not calling myself the, the game master or anything like that, because we're actually going to play a game without a GM, um, where we're kind of all going to be collaborating to make this work. But I'm going to kind of be the host. Um, this is a game I've never actually played before. None of us have ever played this game before. So we're going to be kind of learning, and we're going to be trying to sort of like put our learning process out there in case you guys are interested in it. Um, but it's a game that I've kind of known about for a while. I've read the book for it a bunch of times, so I'm probably the most knowledgeable. I think Chelsea is catching up to me here. Um, but I'm really excited to play this um, and kind of get this going. So, um, so yeah, I'm Tom. Um, Nick, why don't you introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Nick Urusiva. Uh If
1: you've been listening to the other seasons of Fables, specifically Curse or Firelight, you already know who I am. Uh, or if you listen to Tales of the Void Fair, I'm the GM of that.
0: Cool. Chelsea, why don't you introduce yourself?
2: Uh, hi, I'm Chelsea Rexinger. And if you've listened to uh, more Fables than you have uh, for Nick, uh, you'd know I'm on every season. Uh, Whoa, it's not a
1: competition, Chelsea, come on. Oh, you're the one who's like, well,
2: I've been on like every season. (laughs) Um, But I'm back for more Fables, so I am very excited.
0: And we are excited to have
3: you. And Cliff, why don't you introduce yourself? Hello, I'm Cliff. I run Taverns Travel and Tests, part of the Project Derailed Extended Universe, and also was part of Firelight, and in 2D6 with voidfarer's luck beak the shortest intro ever of mine mm-hmm.
0: that was good and we're excited to have you we're not excited to have nick but uh he's here anyway <laughs> yeah
2: we, we needed a fourth
0: yeah you know how it look if, tom um, if we
1: were dragging you out of the shadows of the back-end production i needed to be here to see it
0: that's fair <laughs> okay so we're playing this game called microscope so this is a game by um A guy called Ben Robbins, um, Lame Made Productions, I believe is the name of the company, yeah. So, I would certainly, um, suggest checking this out, it's a cool game. Um, so, we're gonna kind of go over the rules right here. Um, so, so this is our episode zero. Um, if you're interested more in just, like, jumping into the action of the game, you might want to skip ahead or wait for, um, episode one, where we're gonna really kind of, like, dig in and start, um, playing the game. Today, we're gonna go through what the game calls, like, its setup phase, um, which kind of, like, lays the groundwork for what comes later. Um, and we're also just going to go over the rules and talk about them. And sort of... We're, we're also going to take some of the stuff that usually is pre-production for us and kind of push it into the actual podcast. Um, just because I felt like it was very in the spirit of this game, which is very much about being more open and more transparent about stuff than you usually are. I thought it fit. Um, so you, you guys can let us know if it works or not, I guess. Um, but let's, <laughs> let's, like, talk about this game. So the premise of the game is we're going to essentially build an epic history together. Um, The book itself references like Dune, it references the Silmarillion in Lord of the Rings, um, as sort of like, or it references like the Foundation trilogy um, as kind of being inspirations here, where these are stories that cover extremely epic scopes and have usually like multiple entries in the series and like really, really cover big chunks of history either through like lore that you learn about as you read or just like explicitly the series like jumps around to different spots in time so that's kind of what we're doing um and what makes the game super interesting at least to me is you don't play it chronologically you start by sort of defining the history really really big and then working together you sort of zoom in on moments that you find interesting to flesh out the details um And even to the point where you'll drop into a scene and pick up characters on the fly to play it out. So let's kind of talk about how this works. And you guys, if you have any questions, jump in and interrupt. This isn't just me talking the whole time, which we'll have to edit aggressively. (laughs) It'll be really boring.
2: No, your description's been good so far.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know. Good, good, good. Okay. So um, the the basic idea of the game is we're going to start here by picking a history seed, which is sort of like almost like a writing prompt, where it's not going to determine everything, but it's sort of going to give us a space to play in. Um, And once we have a seed, we're going to bookend that history by adding the starting period of the history and the ending period of the history. And this is an important idea in Microscope, is that you always know how things end before you know how they go in the middle. So we're going to start by deciding the very first thing in our history and the very last thing in our history. And the rest of the game will just be filling in the details. And once we've set up those periods, we're going to work together to create what's called the palette, where we'll sort of um, go around the figurative table, either saying this is something that should definitely be like part of the game, or at least like something we can bring in if we want, or we can sort of like ban stuff that we don't want to be part of the game. Um, So like if Nick thinks dwarves are really stupid, um, Nick can just be like, no dwarves, dwarves aren't allowed.
1: (laughs) For for the record, dwarves are fucking awesome, and I love having dwarves in my game. <laughs> I know, that's why I picked
0: dwarves for you, so no one would think you actually hated dwarves. Um,
2: for for extra flavor, the the palette is to also be like, so we decide we, we want to make this big space epic, but we don't want to include something that is normally found in a space genre thing. Yeah. Uh, so... The, the palette's more to be like, okay, so this is what the rules of the genre are that we're that we're writing, but we don't want to do this stereotype or whatever.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and also, if there is something we do want, we can put it in. So maybe we're doing, like, you know, an epic space story, but then we're like, you know what? Magic is going to be part of it. And then, hey, we're making Star Wars now.
3: Right. <laughs> yeah, we're making
0: Star Wars now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so let's kind of get going here. So the book on page 10... I apologize if you can hear me rustling here. Um, ASMR. We'll we'll forgive you. (laughs) Actually, no. Okay, page 11 is actually what we want here. (laughs) So it has essentially three quick start history seeds. So I kind of want to just discuss among us which of these we think will be the coolest way to sort of seed our history, which are um, three nations are united as a single empire. Refugees carve out a new life in a distant land. Or A New Force Changes Society Wiping Away the Old Values? Anyone want to come in hot for why they really like or really hate one of these?
1: I think they're all cool. Um, I, I, I I like the third one the best, but okay. that's just me. I I think we can do stuff with, with any of them. I, I agree. Yeah. I, I do like
0: the third one. Um, I,
1: I Probably my enthusiasm for them, it probably goes in reverse order. Three, two, one. Okay. Okay.
2: Yeah, that's probably about where I sit, too. Okay. Uh, I'd prefer not to do the first one, but I think that's just because I think we can do more interesting stories with the latter two.
3: Okay. Cliff, where are you kind of landing on these? I mean, I'm in a similar boat. I think my biggest worry just comes in with uh, number three might be a little on the nose for actual world events currently. But <laughs> it would be a
1: COVID commentary. <laughs> yeah. That is a big oof.
3: Um, but, like, but I'm still pretty much in the same boat. I just want to, if we do go that one, I think we should try and avoid, like, as much actual, like, current event situations as possible. Or at least try and, like, reframe or flip them somehow to make it uh, more, at, more interesting to listen to and not quite as much a... Uh, well, this is putting up an uh, uncomfortable mirror to what's <laughs> right, going on. Right, right. Yeah.
0: I, okay. I,
1: think, I think it's vague enough that we could go in some cool directions. Yeah, that and what we're going to
0: do different. as soon as we settle on one, it, it sounds like we're, do we just want to say we're settled on that third one? Um, That's it the one like that it sounds like everyone's pretty yeah. enthusiastic about. Yeah. Okay. Okay, cool. So we're doing a new force changes society wiping away the old values. So the next step here is we're going to kind of narrow this down um and sort of ask some questions um so they've got like some recommended example questions we can ask to kind of narrow it down so th- the first thing is just so what is the force is changing society what do we think that is
1: hmm <laughs> well is this is this the part where we kind of like
0: this is where we're like is basically going to set up what genre we're in gotcha because the force is changing society so I mean, if we're if we lean fantasy, then the force could be you know a new magic appears in the world. Um, if we're leaning, or fucking dragons,
1: dragons. <laughs> uh, I mean, dragons are pretty sick. Dragons are pretty sick. <laughs> well, so I guess uh, I, I guess it is kind of important to like you know to work up to that decision to kind of decide yeah. what
0: what genre. We That's wanna, fair. We uh, yeah, I'm, right. I'm cool taking that way. So. Okay, well, let's pose that question. Like, what sort of genre do we want to do? Do we want, like, fantasy, sci-fi, like, realistic history? Um, And if we do, like, sci-fi, do we want, like, more, like, near-earth sci-fi or, like, epic space opera? (laughs) Because those are pretty different. Right. Those are pretty different. And, like, sci-fi could even include, like, superheroes and stuff if we wanted to go that direction. Right. Um... I don't have a good way to start with this. Um, I'll say that my inclination is always towards fantasy, because I like it. Um, right. Fair. So that's, like, my starting point. Um, I don't know. Uh, I'm going to go reverse right. word from last time. Cliff, what are your thoughts?
3: Uh, I kind of like the... Uh, I've always been a big fan of Shadowrun lore, but, like, not a big fan of the so heavy mechanics of it. So I kind of okay. like the uh, blend of fantasy and sci-fi with that.
1: Or, or okay. like almost like a modern fantasy. Yeah. Where okay. it's like uh, a fantasy world, but in like a, a modern age.
2: As long as we're not doing bright. <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: yeah, that's my only worry is like I don't want to get into
0: like bright territory. And that also puts us really close to like what you were saying you didn't want to do Cliff, which is like putting a mirror up to current events.
3: Yeah.
2: Right. Yeah. Well, if if we want to mix sort of like a modern aesthetic and fantasy, do we want to go something more like a really light, like cyberpunk?
3: Yeah, I'm. I think that would be much fun. That is the lane I like to be in, despite so much D and D in my life. Because okay.
2: with, with so cyberpunk, like kind of like we can a do near like future. Yeah. Standby. Yeah, where we can do, like, science magic instead of, like, pure whatever magic or, like, pure science. Yeah.
0: Now, another thing to consider is if we are going a little bit more fantasy, we can have it be like we start in, like, Stone Age and end with, Uh like, traveling in space.
2: Right. I mean... Like, that is
0: an option. (laughs) Yeah. So then
2: then do we want, like, technological advances to be the changing force if we're, like, this pre-technology society turning into this, you know what we would consider a modern day cyberpunk kind of thing
1: i could i mean we could do that like that that does build itself in there where you do have like uh, especially if it's a this fantasy world like where magic is the prevailing force and then the introduction to technology um is perhaps a competing force but that's also like sort of an underlying
0: theme to pixar's onward so <laughs> mm, i've not seen onward so i don't actually
2: Right, that's kind no of a deal, uh, is there. sci. That's sort of a sci-fi like thing, though, right?
0: <laughs> it's right, right, yeah. right. The
3: the like technology <laughs> versus like whatever love magic or you know, <laughs> the power of love. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I really like the idea of flipping the typical cyberpunk uh, model on its head, where instead of like a technologically modern world, but magic comes into it a magic world but suddenly there's just an explosion in scientific research so now all the people who are used to dealing with magic have this new science thing to contend with yeah
2: right yeah i think
0: that could be interesting
1: i think
3: that's pretty cool
0: um okay so so we're kind of settling on like technology transforms um like a magical world wiping away the old values so then i want to focus on like what are the old values of our world then Mm -hmm.
2: right i guess it depends on what we want our magic to be like is it a magic that comes from like emotions or like our our connection with the earth or like some kind of like Mm. natural balance with whatever we want our our people to be
1: yeah um Uh,
0: and and that's a cool dichotomy yeah
1: yeah for sure, because, like my first thought went to like the a d and d like idea of magic where like wizards are studying and learning stuff. but that is too similar, I think, to the way technology will be developed in this yeah. world. So if we wanted to set magic apart, we can make it more of like a naturalistic, innate
0: force. Um, yeah, okay.
2: Um, the other way we could take it is have emotion or, yeah, magic really tied to emotion versus, like, the cold kind of, like, factual Logical. science. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: Lasers versus feelings. Oh, that's a different Right. Right. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, so I think those would be the two obvious ways to go. Um, any opinions on either one?
1: <laughs> I, I dig it. Like, uh, like I, I think, well, see, um, I think... <laughs> doing like having like there be an emotional element to it i I do like um and like it could like the the source of the magic could be something that is a natural like naturally occurring thing but it's through emotion is how it's harnessed sort of deal right um just like science is something that exists well
3: mm-hmm.
1: science is the basically that when you study the natural world, basically study and learn and, and test and, and that sort of thing. So, um, there could be parallels in that way, you know, where, you know, you control magic through your emotions, but you can harness science through meticulous calculated study.
2: Right. Mm -hmm. So I had to
1: dig that.
0: Okay. So, So I think we're kind of landing on, and we can like flesh this out more as we play. Um, but essentially, New industrial technology changes society, wiping away the old values of emotion, intuition, and magic.
2: Yeah, yeah. I think that's correct.
0: Yeah. Okay, let me let's put this into words here.
1: So, and that that even potentially sets up like, uh, like the idea of like if you take that too far you kind of lead to this like cold emotionalist place right um yeah
2: yeah i think that sets up some uh really interesting scenes that we get to do later (laughs) yeah and i think this is general enough where we can like go into those really big dramatic moments where we can do like you know stupid uh cartoonish like no you have to believe with your entire heart kind of things <laughs> <laughs> yeah friendship yeah. is magic
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay so in the google Doc we've got here if you're still looking at it i've got industrial technology emerges as a new force wiping away the old values of emotion intuition and magic
2: right i think that is what we want yeah okay and Unless i do like
0: they're... the idea with like the goal
1: being like the the like the end of our timeline is this like cyberpunk
0: yeah uh type type setting
2: mm-hmm.
0: well that's what we're basically going to set up next here so now we're going to do is bookend our history so and here i'm going to talk a little bit about um sort of how the history is broken down to give some context to what we're doing here um So our history will be broken down into periods, events, and scenes, where periods are, like, the biggest span of time, events are in the middle, and scenes are, like, the very smallest um, moments in time. So periods are on the scope of decades to centuries. The exact length depends on what story you're telling and is deliberately vague. And it's something that you might think a period represents centuries, But then as you flesh out your history and add more detailed periods, they kind of start to compress a little. So we Mm -hmm. we aren't going to worry too, too much about exactly how much time. It could even be like an
1: era or an age, something defined by something, a period of time defined by something else. That's exactly what
0: it is, yeah. Yeah. Um, And when we create a period, it will basically be a period that summarizes basically what you're saying there. Like, what is the defining characteristic of this age? Like, what's going on here? Um. Um, events are, like, specific things that happen within a period, and we we won't be creating events today. That'll be part of once we start, um, like, really playing the game, um, rather than, like, what we're doing here, which is, like, essentially the setup in the beginning, um, but the events are, like, not, like, I mean, not down to the level of a scene, obviously, because the scene needs to exist, too, but the event is something like something that plays out over the course of a couple days or a couple weeks, that kind of thing. Um, Mm -hmm. just like a moment that's like, would be registered in history books. And then a scene is when we actually drop into a particular moment in history. And what's cool about a scene is it's always set up with a question. Um, and then the point of playing the scene is you play until the question is answered and then the scene stops. Um, The
1: scene is the room where it happens.
0: Yeah, essentially. Um, And what's cool about that, too, is that's what kind of... It it generates cliffhangers and scenes that are interesting because you don't play a scene until every thread is done. You just play a scene until that one question is answered, which might leave everyone, all the characters you've been playing, in, you know, mortal peril or something. And then if you want to find out more, you'd have to do another scene with a different question. Um, And once again, that's all stuff that's going to happen in the next episode. Um, so we don't have to worry about it too, too much right this second. But I kind of wanted to set that up so we know what we're doing here. But but what we're actually doing is we're going to define the very first period of our history and the very last period of our history. Um, and this one we're going to do collaboratively. Every other period, event, or scene, um, is done... Well, scenes are collaborative because we we role play. But other than that, they will not be collaborative. And that's, like, a big idea in this game is that we collaborate at the very beginning, but after that, um... We collaborate by adding and playing with each other's ideas, but when it's your turn, it's your turn, and no one else is allowed to try and persuade mm-hmm. you what to do. It's um,
1: yes-ending on a histri- historic. Yeah, exactly. Uh, That's uh, exactly uh, it. <laughs> it.
0: But for, for this part, we are allowed to kind of collaborate. Right. So we have um, industrial technology emerges as a new force, wiping away the old values of emotion, intuition, and magic. So I think our first period probably wants to be in that sort of like tail end of that sort of fantasy world we were talking about so what do we think was like kind of going on in like the tail end of our like fantasy history before new technology starts to emerge and i'm almost imagining like a sort of fantasy version of like the 1600s yeah i was kind of
1: thinking the same thing where it's like you know still still um a good chunk of time before the industrial revolution but that would be like i guess the analog for the explosion of technology that happens in our timeline
0: yeah um so so that's sort of like thing to have in mind but i I think we need to give it a little bit more direction than that um, because it needs to be like a period with like a clear sort of directionality like things are happening um so
2: then the this era should symbolize like why our our people have turned to technology versus relying on magic problems in this
0: era i think yeah yeah, are the catalyst for for technological change so what do you think is like the problem in the tail end of our sort of like more fantasy history that causes um them to turn to technology uh-huh. So,
3: I'm looking in the book and seeing mm-hmm. it has, like, the ideas of, like, light and dark for, like, yeah. what the uh, period is. Mm-hmm. I feel like this would be a dark period. I agree. Like, that, I think the, that's where yeah. we're headed. Like, yeah. the so people who... make that dark here. Yeah. The people who, like, have the most control over magic maybe are in, like, that sort of upper echelon of society and the people who can't control it that okay. well are in the lower but having that time in the lower is when like the uh they start researching other things to you know make their lives easier and that's how these technological booms happen i really like that there's like a class
1: divide yeah like so i that's that's a really cool idea one of the things i was thinking and i i guess we can like uh we may be able to blend the ideas together but i was thinking like what if there's an element to magic that is there's a risk involved or um mm. there's something magic related that becomes as much of a threat to society as it is a a boon so Ooh, i
3: i like that like what yeah. if what if like the magic since we've decided it's more of like an emotion based kind of thing what if it just sort of, like, overcomes and, like, yes, you have this power, both uh, societally and within yourself, but eventually it just kind of turns you into I don't know, like, an elemental of whatever your magical focus is, like, say, like, like it's based on anger, like, you Uh have all this, you know, forceful power, but then you just lose your humanity And so the people in the lower case, they're developing technology to recreate the kinds of powers that the magic produces, but without the inherent risk.
1: Right. So what if uh, to 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 further tie in your idea of these this class divide is uh, what if you can control this magic with lots of of disciplined guidance and tutoring and and uh, um, study that the higher class can afford um, and and has readily available but the people in the lower class while they still have access to the same types of magic, they don't have the means to um, they don't have like the resources yeah. or the means to control it the same way.
0: My only um, worry which... is that disrupt slightly our theme of technology versus like intuition that right if the magic requires right. study then it kind of like, it, it goes against that thematically.
1: Well, um, what about less study and more of, like, um, like training? Yeah. Like almost in, like, a martial arts sense where you I have, like that, yeah. you'll have a teacher who mm-hmm. teaches you how to control the magic. But these teachers mm-hmm. are expensive. You know, the best teachers mm-hmm. are expensive and only available to the highest class. Yeah. Um, so that the only people who get to the point of being able to control the magic to a, uh, a useful degree is this higher, um, this higher class.
0: Yeah. Okay. I, I think that we have enough. I think that we want to leave this. Uh, we, we want to avoid brainstorming this too hard, um, okay. and locking too much in. Cause we will want to create stuff that recontextualizes and changes our understanding of it. Okay. Right. Yeah. Um, So, but I think that where we're kind of landing here is something like irresponsible magocrats, like majocrats, however you'd pronounce that, (laughs) like, Mm -hmm. um, threaten the world with um, dangerous uses of magic. Does that kind of...
3: Uh, Yeah, I feel like that works. Um, I think we... Maybe just include like people without magic begin researching well ways. Th- That's stuff that we can flesh out. I, I think we can have right.
2: This should be really really broad. Yeah, the, we, the idea we, we don't want to put details in. Yeah, it. <laughs> we don't. We
0: don't want to over kind of constrain ourselves here. Um, but I think that this is like the basic idea of this period of history is irresponsible magocrats threaten the world with dangerous uses of magic, and then as we dive into events and scenes. We'll, like, put flesh on these bones and maybe, like, learn things about it that we aren't thinking about right now. But I don't right. want to... We don't want to lock it too hard. Yeah. yeah. My, my thing that
3: I was just reading in the book, like, it's got the kind of, like, briefest description of the inciting incident. Like, the Earth is in a sad shape, but mankind mm-hmm. unites to face the challenge. I was just trying to find a way to, like, kind of tie in that, uh, like, a technological okay. revolution is beginning. Like, okay. I think that'd yeah, be yeah. a very simple thing to add in there just uh, to give yeah, yeah. that briefest inciting incident mm-hmm. description
0: yeah something like that yeah
2: uh, for for the people at home what Tom has written oh, on our first card <laughs> is um, irresponsible magocrats threaten the world with dangerous uses of magic and the shadows of the lower classes interested in new technologies begin to emerge
3: uh, yeah, yeah that works for me
0: okay all right, and we're saying that has a dark tone, which I think is correct. Mm-hmm. Dark. Yes. Okay. So how about this um, second period? Um, so how
2: do we want to end everything? Yeah. How do we want
0: to? <laughs> do we want to end? So do we want to make like that cyberpunk thing we were talking about, like the end, or do we want to make that like the middle, or maybe right. like the beginning of the third act?
2: Do we want the rise of technology to fall? I guess is the the most part that's another question. good
0: question it could rise and fall or it could or go even beyond like the cyber synergize fun. yeah you, you yeah could there could be like a, like a, a magic tech end.
1: synergy that ends up happening in the
0: end Ooh, so here's an idea what if by combining magic and technology they are able to break the light speed barrier and travel to new worlds
3: yes <laughs> i like that, that
1: that's super cool and then we get to have our our, our science fiction.
2: Um, yeah.
0: Oh, that will be like the very end of our end. history. Yeah.
1: Right. So, like, like
2: we won't go into space as it is.
0: Like if it would be, it would be like we might do a scene that would be like first contact with an alien civilization. It might be like one of the mm-hmm. very last things in our history. That kind of thing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, Chelsea, um, are you like cool with that? I think Nick and yeah. Cliff both said. Okay. So we're talking basically, Um, I'll talk before I type. Um, which is something you're supposed to do in this game. You're supposed to talk before you, right? Which I sort of broke earlier. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and Chelsea, we're, we're feeling God, it now. It's fine. Yeah, Long yeah this we're star. getting there. <laughs> um, I, I'm a, I don't know. I just want to start typing stuff. But um, so what we're saying is um, a synthesis of magic and technology allows humans to... I mean, we can make it poetic to say to reach for the stars. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah i think that's general enough that yeah
1: shoot for the moon because even if you
3: miss you'll land among the
2: stars. Ugh! you're gonna make me barf
3: <laughs> shoot for the moon and aim carefully because if you don't you're going to get stuck in the vast expanse of space <laughs> <laughs>
0: and i think that's like a bright like a light town yeah i think so too all right so now we have our bookends to our history which, so, so to run through what we have here, we have our seed is Industrial technology emerges as a new force, wiping away the old values of emotion, intuition, and magic. And then our first period is Irresponsible Magicrats threaten the world with dangerous uses of magic. In the shadows of the lower classes, interest in new technologies begins to emerge. And then our final period is A synthesis of magic and technology allows humans to reach for the stars. I think that's pretty cool. So now the last thing we're going to do here in this episode zero is define our palette. So we're going to want, let's format this document here.
2: Get us that yes, no. (laughs) Yeah,
0: Actually, I think what we want to do is put this above our history.
2: Yeah, that's probably a better place for it.
0: So put this like right under the seed. And then um,
1: get some titanium light. white on there and some really <laughs> blue.
0: Ooh, no, I was going to do like it.
1: We're going to make some happy
2: <laughs> little clouds. Ha-
0: happy little clouds. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think so. What's the rule here? We go around our figurative table um, and add things to the yes or no columns. And we basically go around. Um, so, so everyone will get the same number of turns, but anyone can opt not to add anything on their turn. Um, the round where someone opts not to add anything is the last round. Does that make okay. sense?
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So if you just like skip your first turn, then like the palette will be just three things and will be done. Everything. Um, yeah, <laughs> we, we have a very broad.
1: Uh, yeah. Just, just like buckets.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: Okay, um, I'm going to Nobody call... said we
1: couldn't have cyborg orcs.
0: That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and the rule is um, anything in the yes column is like always okay to introduce, even if it might be weird. Um, and it's something that you should just like keep in mind. If it's in the no column, you just can't bring it in. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm going to call on Chelsea to go first. So okay. what do you want?
2: Um, one more further clarification. Um, mm-hmm. Our yes column should be things that maybe we wouldn't expect to find in this history. Yeah, if would it's just like to stuff, insert.
0: Yeah, like if it's just like basic normal stuff that we've kind of set up. Although, I mean, we've got a broad scope of genre to play with here. But, but if it's something right. that like would be totally obvious to bring in, like you probably don't need to add it. Um, so it's, it's for stuff that like maybe we wouldn't expect to be here but like you want to drop it in anyway
2: right Mm -hmm. um so i'm gonna be bold since we're ending with the idea of space travel Mm -hmm. um i would like to add no spaceships
0: Ooh, okay Uh, so that would just be a no column spaceships no spaceships. Yeah. yeah
1: so that I our, like our that.
2: interplanetary travel has to be some other way. I dig that's that a not... lot. That's cool. Yeah.
0: Well. Yeah. I like it. Okay. Now I'm going to go um, Cliff. What do you want?
3: Hmm. I'm going to say that under the yes column. Uh, Alien influence.
1: Mm, so, okay.
3: You know, it may have been some race disobeying the prime directive or something that jump started it, or however we can introduce it, but there's some sort of alien okay. influence in the world. Okay. Okay.
1: All right. Nick? Okay. Uh, so, because we, we mentioned it earlier. Uh, and um, I want to make it a thing, especially because we, we're talking about this fant- fantasy, starting out like a fantasy setting, but then moving mm-hmm. quickly into more of a industrial or a cyberpunk and, and onward. But I do mm-hmm. want to make sure that we have dragons. So I'm putting dragons in the yes column.
0: Okay. 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 I, you both did it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Double
2: That's dragons.
0: I, I let you do it. <laughs> Okay, I I I'll, I'll let you guys do it if you want. Um, okay, so now it's my turn. I was actually thinking I might do dragons. So shit, get <laughs> fucked.
2: <laughs> get more dragons. Yeah,
0: double dragons. <laughs> dragons
1: only come in twos.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Hmm. I don't know if I want to rule anything out. Is there anything I want to rule in?
1: Yeah, that, that was kind of my thought, too. Although although Chelsea's No Spaceships was a big brain move, and I do appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, well. that was awesome. It's like,
2: okay, so I'm the asshole here. No, no, that was sweet.
0: <laughs> that was, like, exactly perfect. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, I think using No's is most interesting when you're ruling out things that would be obvious. Right. Um, based on what we've okay. already established. I'm going to
0: add Legendary Named Weapons... Or I'll just do Legendary Named Artifact. Artifacts. Yeah.
2: Okay. I like it.
0: Well, to clarify, I can... Swords are cool. Sword, <laughs> swords are <you're> cool. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Who um, wants to go so next? Now... <laughs> yeah, so I had Chelsea. So Chelsea, it's back to you.
2: It's back to me. And remember, um... at this point, anyway,
0: like we, it, you can pass if you don't have anything good, and um, everyone else will get a chance once more, but then we'll be done
2: right i'm i'm hmm i'm trying to think of what else would be like an interesting deny so we have to think outside the box Mm -hmm. a little bit so we have alien influence dragons and legendary things and no spaceships (laughs) (laughs) this feels like a list that doesn't make sense
0: (laughs) i i'm here for it though I think the yes alien influence and no spaceships has yes very strong implications. energy uh-huh. well I mean it means that the aliens have to get here without spaceships too right
2: um okay here's an interesting thing that kind of uh, like makes our magic system a little more interesting okay uh, what if there were no magic words okay so so it has to like be summoned through some other means besides, like saying abracadabra yeah. or whatever.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. um Our magic system is just Avatar: The Last Airbender. <laughs> <laughs> I have been thinking that this has very strong Avatar vibes. Yeah, it's like if Avatar <laughs> just kept going through Cyberpunk.
2: Yeah, it's like specifically cora <laughs> Which, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, even regular Avatar had a like strong, slightly under the surface theme of like. The technologically advanced Fire Nation, like sweeping away. uh, Right, right, right. And like a lot of colonialism (laughs) stuff going on. Right. Right. (laughs) Okay, uh, so now I think in my ordering it is
3: Cliff? Um, Yes. No combustion engines. Oh. Okay.
2: So we never get a car.
0: Or we have I'm, cars I, by I, different means. This
1: does, this does, yeah, this does leave us open to, uh, like maybe, in the end, like the magic, magic technology. Yeah. But, um, all right. But, but yeah, that's interesting. Nick. All right. What do I want to do? I think we're good on the news for now. In my opinion, I don't have a good no to add. I was thinking maybe no fantasy races, but I don't want to take that off the board and then just be Avatar, the last airbender. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So I decided against that. So I want to do a yes. Um, Let's do.
2: Oh, I have a dumb one. If it gets back to me, (laughs) (laughs)
1: lost cities.
0: Okay. I like that. That's cool. Okay, now it's back to me. I actually am gonna do no fantasy races. No
3: fantasy races. Okay. Uh, yeah. okay. That that was something
2: I was thinking about too.
3: Okay. Honestly, I was gonna flip that when it got back to me. If nobody did, uh-huh. yeah, I was uh-huh. going. Oh, no, races. no, I was gonna. Yeah, I was gonna do... say no humans. Yes, fantasy races. Oh God. <laughs>
2: <laughs> do do we want to clarify that? Fantasy races also include like the aliens quote unquote Are the aliens also I was thinking humans? I was
1: thinking fantasy races in like D&D races Yeah, like, like Dwarf pre- and stuff Right Yeah that does, that, that like, was just a clarification yeah, that, I was like, making Yeah like alien aliens uh would still be fair game
2: Okay
1: uh, because yeah. aliens I mean we know we have alien influence animals.
2: Right yeah. but I just wanted to make sure that like the alien influence wasn't just like humans but on a different planet <laughs>
1: Oh. <laughs> you get a Battlestar Galactica thing where <laughs> yeah, <out>.
0: I do <laughs> actually like that. Us in stories a lot, um, uh-huh. but no, we'll have like actual actual aliens from for okay. the alien influence, but no like no dwarves or elves or stuff like that. Right? The dragons are the aliens.
2: Yeah, no fantasy races, but also dragons. I like. Yeah. Yeah. Let <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, me be. Like I best. said, Avatar the last. This is
0: Avatar left air better because there's dragons in Avatar.
2: <laughs> are there dragons in Avatar?
0: <laughs> there are. Yeah.
2: Okay, yeah. Okay,
0: Okay, so now we are back to um, Chelsea.
2: Okay, I'm going to add a yes this time. Uh, I would like to, yes, soulmates.
0: All right.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay.
3: (laughs) Now, uh, Cliff. In a similar vein, yes, deities. Like there's a Pantheon. That's actually pretty cool. Yeah, that is cool. All right.
1: Nick? Hmm. I was going to say no electricity, but I think that might box us in too much. Because we already said no combustion combustion engines. engines.
0: Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah. Also, it would be
2: very hard to do cyberpunk with no electricity. Now to be clear, when you say no
0: combustion engines, are we including like... So we're allowed to have steam engines, right?
3: Yeah, like, no, okay. like... But no, like, no, like internal like combustion engines. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. We could probably yeah. go and clarify internal combustion. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, so
0: we can use... So we're, we're locking ourselves into sort of, like, a cyber steampunk sort of thing. Right. All the punk. Yeah, okay.
1: <laughs> um. Let's see. I'm gonna do... Um. This was gonna probably... Be obvious but i'm gonna say war
0: okay yeah which fair.
1: which which at the very least <laughs> forces that to appear at some point. It's, uh, so no, strictly doesn't
0: force it to appear oh, um, it oh just, okay it okay. just says that if you want it to appear it's always valid even mm-hmm. if you might not think it would be Got uh, it. Uh,
2: and for clarification that's yes war
0: yes war mm-hmm.
2: okay <laughs> yeah
3: okay war who what and is I it am good going to for pass. Advancing narrative. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. And I'm actually going to
0: pass. So, since I was the last one, okay. that actually ends our little thing here. Right. Okay.
1: Yeah. It, right. The, the list looks pretty good.
0: I like this. I was afraid of adding more to it. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah. I think what
0: we have is pretty cool. Okay. So, um, technically, the first pass through is considered a part of setup. But I'd like to push that off to episode one, just because I don't want to put too much stuff um, in episode zero in case people are wanting to skip it. Um,
2: right. So, I, I think that's fair.
0: Yeah. So when we start with episode one, we'll be quickly recapping the seed, the palette, and our bookends. And then um, we'll be hopping into, like, our first pass um, around the table to uh, put in new periods and events um Hell yeah. i think that basically wraps us up here um does anyone else have anything they won't think we need to talk about or discuss before we kind of call it a wrap
2: um i don't think so but i'm excited to put soulmates into our history yeah i'm
0: actually pretty <laughs> st- the, the more i think about that the more i think it's interesting um, right and to clarify <laughs> yeah. it doesn't have to be like everyone has a soulmate right it's just uh-huh. like soulmates can be a thing right okay
1: yeah, and that, that that could be really interesting implications yeah. for our magic and how it works. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I'm. I actually really, really. The more I look at this palette, the more I'm into it. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah same.
0: Absolutely. All right. Well, um, we did our plugs and stuff at the very beginning, um, so we don't have to do that now. Um, uh-huh. I think that uh, episode zero is done. Um, I hope our audience found this interesting and not too boring. Um, And everything will be recapped next episode real quick. So you don't have to like try and remember all of this. But uh, say bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Bye, guys. Bye.